Hey, I'm a medium, and this podcast is for those who wish to understand the wonderful world of spirit. Where do we go when we die? I'll share stories of mine as a medium and other mediums in our journeys, plus you will hear real-life client readings so that you can know without any doubt that your loved ones and spirit are around you all the time. I'm Jen, and this is the Singing Medium Podcast. I have a really cute little test for you to see if you're a medium like me and I'm gonna say the answer is probably yes now I would be more inclined to say you're more psychic than you are a medium but if you are obviously a practicing medium and you are taking classes and you're training and you're working on your development of course you're a medium but I always say being psychic helps a lot in your mediumship and so many times more people are more psychic than they are mediums but Psychic abilities are the gr- a great way to make a foundation for you to be a medium. That's what I did. So my very first class I ever took was after Reiki, by the way, with psychic development. And I had no idea that that one little decision to take a class on psychic development would literally change the trajectory of my life. <laughs> now, I know I've talked about this, my Reiki master attunements and my Reiki experiences and that journey was the foundation. So that was foundation number one of me journeying as a Reiki master. But then that, that like turned into that was like, here is the beginning of your journey where you thought you were going to be one thing, and then turns out you're going to be something else. So always pay attention to the signs, and I'll get into that when I'm doing this episode. But right now we're going to talk about ten signs that you might be a medium. Okay, so ten signs you might be a medium like me. Like I said, you're probably more psychic all of you are psychic there are many who are also mediums but don't know it but one of the reasons or how you will know is if you meditate daily and I will get into that so you might be a medium if right let's get into it so the first sign and there's probably more than 10 obviously but these are the ones that I have come up with myself and these are actually in a blog that I wrote a while ago so you can go back and read that blog as well but I wanted to do the auditory version of 10 signs you might be a medium. So the first one, let's get into that. Now, I don't think I ever saw spirit. I didn't see spirit as a child. Now, I have worked with other mediums and new students who have a natural ability from when they were a child that they had seen spirits their entire life. And maybe your mom told you you were crazy. Maybe your mom nurtured you. Either way, it's all perfect. Okay. So the first sign is that you could have seen spirit as a child now these could be like any kind of spirit this could be your grandma this could be your grandfather this could be your dog and spirit this could be a shadow man this could be anything so if you ever saw spirit as a child and that includes corner of your eye saying that's like thinking you see something but you don't nothing's really there you know what i mean you know that that probably happened to you yesterday i do it all the time in any house i live in i don't i think this would happen even if i was a medium or not that i see things or people standing on the stairs and they're not there i also see a lot of animals who aren't there so like dogs and cats and we actually have a dog and three cats but it's not them it's like someone else and the cool part is my son who is now 18 when we first moved into this new house here he told me that he was working out in the basement and he saw a full blown manifestation a physical manifestation of a man he said he was dressed as a mailman or some kind of uniform standing in the corner stared at him for a little bit and then disappeared so not really a child but you know being young he's able to see spirit and i 
you know, I don't know if he has natural ability, but that could be also that maybe he is, you know, because his mom's a medium and he's going to see things like that just because of me being able to do this kind of thing, if that makes sense. Okay. So uh, speaking of like little kids too, babies, if you have one of those monitors that has a screen on it and you can see your baby sleeping, it's like that black and white one you see on like those paranormal movies, which are kind of creepy, uh, you'll be able to see like orbs and stuff going over on the screen that's a good thing if you see a lot of orbs but just pay attention to if you see anything that's a really good way to see spirit or see if your child can see spirit like if i'm doing a reading for someone i can tell if their child is gifted or not i can tell if their dog can see spirit it's really cool to be able to pinpoint that and help people understand that their child is gifted which you probably already know they are if you have a feeling that your child is gifted spiritually or psychically tuned in or into the spirit world you're right you're absolutely right and that's part of the gift, right? Is that trusting yourself, you have to trust. You have to trust in your knowings and, and trusting in your in your gut feelings. That's where it all starts. Becoming a medium and psychic, that's where it all starts is those gut feelings, okay? So the second one would be you're interested in the paranormal. Now, I don't mean you have to like watch ghost adventures, but like you have to believe in this. You have to believe there's something else besides just what you're currently experiencing because we know by now there's things that you can't see out there. And if you don't know by now, you're not listening to this podcast, so it doesn't matter. So there are things that you cannot see. And I was blessed enough to be able to have a paranormal little ride there for a couple of years and experience the paranormal side of mediumship because mediumship is not just speaking to the dead and it's not just connecting with your loved ones and spirit have crossed over because if there's one way of doing things somewhere, there's another way of doing things. So that means that if there are light beings and there has to be shadow beings, right? So we can't have one without the other. And so I had to delve myself into the shadow of the spirit world to, to learn so much about myself, not only, but also to know that and believe with no doubt with heavy evidence that there are things that you cannot see for sure. So if you're drawn to the paranormal world or you see shadow out of your eyes, the key, if you do, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, Jen, I saw a shadow man the other day. I'm freaking out. Don't freak out. The worst thing that you can do is freak out and be fearful because fear is what, that's what the shadow beings want you to be is fearful. Now, shadow men in particular keep coming up because it's the most common when you see the corner of your eye and you, and you, and you turn and it's gone. It's a very tall shadow. It'll be like seven feet tall, real skinny. It would look like it have a hat or seem to have a hat. And they just stand there and look at you. They don't actually have a face, which is kind of creepy when I'm talking about it, but it's not that creepy. Those are harmless. Now, those shadow men are manifestations of energy of your own shadow work that has not been completed. So I just realized last night, like I'm wondering, I have this thing, you guys know I get attachments all the time, these negative attachments, and I spend thousands of dollars getting them cleared. Now, I realized that last night, or I remember last night, that I really believe that these attachments are attachments to myself of things I don't like about myself. Like, come on, like that's mind blowing, guys. So if you're someone who's a medium and psychic and you get attachments all the time or heavy energy, it's probably, I mean, you have to tune into your own experience and your own personal free will here. But I think it's for me, it's like what I don't like about myself. Cause I'm like, why do I always get these things? I do my protection. I do all this stuff. I, I get these clearings. I have Reiki myself and it's still like a week later, a couple days later, I have another attachment. There's gotta be a deeper reason behind everything that happens to you. Right? So, we can save that for another episode, but just pay attention to the shadow side of things. Because if you're talking to light, there has to be darkness. They're always like, you can see in the world right now, there's light and dark, right? 
and that will manifest in your own consciousness and it will manifest on a mass consciousness level and that's what's going on so if you're pulled to the shadow if you're pulled to even watching tv ghost adventures i don't know like that stuff i know it sounds hokey but i'm telling you a lot of that stuff is dramatic but they're actually what they're seeing is actually real that is not made up i had firsthand i've been scratched i've had marks on my neck i love it i love that stuff but I feel like that part of my life is over now. It's time to move on to other things. But I needed that experience of the paranormal world to really understand myself. Like all of this work that you're doing here, all this work that you do, if you decide to be a medium, you're, I don't know if you know this or not, but and I wish I had known this six years ago when I signed up for my first mediumship class is that when you decide to be a medium and you decide to work on your gifts, what you're actually doing is working on yourself. You're entering a intense journey of self-love, return to soul. And if you didn't know that, be prepared. Like if you work with me or in one of my classes or you're one of my former students or current students, you know, you know that having a reading or doing a reading properly for someone is only the icing on the cake of what happens when you decide to become a medium, okay? So it's not to scare you, it's to prepare you. It's to prepare you. If you're going to be a medium, there's a lot of work involved. It's not just talking to dead people. It's not getting your dictionary correct. It's not building a dictionary. It's not learning how to connect to the spirit world. It's not about safety. It's about you. This literally is about you. So the paranormal side is your shadow side of you, okay? So that's number two. Number three, three, the third sign that you might be a medium is you have a meditation practice that is every single day. You have a consistent meditation practice. And let me tell you why you think, oh, Jen, I'm just learning about myself. I'm just want to be quiet. I just want to have peace. I want to have calm. I want to see visions. And that is not why you're doing it. I mean, that might be what you think your why is, but the actual why is you're training to become a medium. And I can't believe I just said that out loud. <laughs> you're actually trained to be a medium because when you sit down and you consciously commit to a daily meditation practice, I don't care if it's five minutes or five hours, you are automatically and organically opening to the spirit world. So I always used to joke like spirit world knows there's mediums because all of a sudden these bat signals come online. So above us, spirit can see all these bat signals. When you sit down and meditate, your bat signal comes on out the top of your crown chakra, boom, out into the universe and yay, a new medium, right? So sitting every day consistently will organically, whether you choose, you're just like, I'm not being medium, Jen, forget it, I'm not. Well, I hate to break it to you, but you're actually a medium anyways, because if you're connected to yourself, you're connected to the spirit. Okay, let that sink in for a second. You're opening your crown chakra. You can choose consciously to not do readings for people. There's a difference between doing readings for people and being a medium. Okay, now that sounds a little weird, a little ass backwards, but you don't have to be a medium and read for people to be a medium. Okay. You can connect to yourself, to your own spirit, you're a medium. You can connect your own loved ones to spirit, you're a medium, okay? So I'm gonna go down here a little bit to um, number six, is of being visited by your loved ones in spirit. So the, another reason how you would know you might be a medium if you had dreams about your loved ones in spirit, or if you can talk to your loved ones in spirit, or you're feeling your loved ones in spirit around you. If you're feeling their hand on your shoulder at dinner time, or you can see them, in the corner of your eye or you feel them in your bed if your husband has passed you're a medium okay we have to change the context of the medium what being a medium is and it's got a really negative connotation to it you know i mean not as much as it used to it's getting more 
uh, widely accepted by the collective, but I feel like people need to broaden their their mindset about what a medium actually is. And if you're listening to this, you're probably a medium. And if you're listening to this and I say that to you and you're freaking out, that's a good thing. Okay. I just don't recommend that you turn your gifts off. That's one thing that you might do. Fear can get in the way of all of this work. If you want to be a medium and you're like, oh, there's a class I want to take and you're going to let fear stop you. Okay. There's a whole reason for this, but I'm telling you, if you can push through that and it's something that you really feel drawn to and you can't stop thinking about, you got to do this. You got to do this because you're listening to this. So you're a medium. Okay. So being visited by your loved ones in spirit is a sign that you're a medium. I'm just giving you a minute to let that sink in. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah, again, I'm just going to reiterate, you don't have to do private readings for the public in order to deem yourself a medium or considered a medium, okay? If you're tapped into spirit, you're a medium, hands down. Okay, so number four, we'll go back up to list number four. You feel everything deeply. You feel things so deeply. Like, like me, I get overwhelmed. I get overwhelmed because... Connecting to spirit is very intense at first, especially if you're new to it. Think about if you just pass over and you're like in the spirit world and you were just a human five minutes ago and now you're immersed in this different energy, it's going to be a pretty intense transformation, right? And you have to, yourself, when you dive into the mediumship world and you decide you're going to be a medium, however that looks for you, it's going to be pretty intense at first. Like when I was first starting out, oh my God, I, I, but first of all, I commit to this every day. I meditated every day. I got a first taste of being a medium and connecting to loved ones in spirit and seeing the looks on people's faces when I help them, that's addictive. So I got in there, I committed to it. It's been six years. I'm, I'm all in. I have some days where I want to quit, but I'm telling you it's completely hundred percent worth it, but you feel everything. Now here's where I get a little bit, I want to say artsy fartsy, but that's so not the word I want to say. That's what spirit said. <laughs> I get super irritated and you can take offense to this. I hope you don't take offense to this, but if you do, it's okay. Um, I really dislike the word empath because I'll tell you why. Like if you have worked with me, if you're in spirit school or whatever, I tell you, stop calling yourself an empath right now. Even empowered empath, I don't like that word. And some people would disagree with me and that's okay. But I really feel like being, when you're saying you're an empowered empath, you're just sort of like trying to prove that you're, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I really dislike, a really triggering word for me is when you call yourself an empath because a lot of times people are like, oh, I'm an empath. So, and then you have this victim mentality or this victim and you might think, no, I'm not, I'm strong empath. No, why, why, why do you expose yourself to everyone else's energy? Like it's hard enough right now in the external world to, to navigate, just go in the grocery store, but now you want to call yourself an empath and then feel everyone else in the grocery stores crap. You know, part of being a medium, part of being human is just, is figuring out how to not allow yourself to be SpongeBob SquarePants and absorb other people's crap, right? I used to go, as here I am, I'm a victim, I'm wide open, I'm like, oh, I can't go to the grocery store because I pick up everybody's crap. What? You're going to allow other people's energy to not have you go and do things that you want to do. Actually, I don't like grocery shopping, so I didn't want to do that, but that's a bad example. Right, but you go into a building, you're totally fine, you're in a great mood, and all of a sudden, bam, now you're crabby AF. Like, that's how you know, okay, I'm sure you know by now when you're picking up other people's stuff, and be aware, like, you can pick up other people's thoughts as well, they might not even be your own thought. So part of the work as a medium is to, number one, stop calling yourself an empath, number two, um, 
you have to be able to discern between your energy and other people's energy because this is hard energy work okay and you also have to discern what you want and what you don't want so do i want to call myself an empath do i want to be a victim to other people's energy or am i going to not allow that am i going to stand in my power so part of being a medium is learning how to stand in your power how to be a powerful being because that's what you are that's what you are and you can't walk around going oh okay hey spirit wake me up at 3 a.m it's okay i'll tell everybody what you want me to tell you if you and negotiating with spirit trust me the reason why i'm saying this in, in this kind of way is because i did it myself and i learned the hard way of what not to do when you're a medium like it's been six years took me six years to get spirit stop waking me up at 3 a.m this is not a rite of passage to be like okay well i'm a medium so i'm gonna let spirit wake me up at 3 a.m i will save you a lot of trouble i will save you five years of trouble right now if you get in your power and say i do not allow this i don't allow this okay so so calling yourself these things and feeling things so deeply is okay but you gotta why do, why am i doing this and why do i allow and taking back your power being a medium is taking back your power okay just let that sink in i know i'm being kind of abrupt and harsh right now but i'm telling the truth this is what i do i tell the truth i tell the truth and what i've gone through and so you guys can learn from it so that you don't have to go through what i and maybe you're supposed to go through what i do i don't know maybe you're supposed to call yourself an empath and maybe you're supposed to pick up other people's crap and walk around and feel like crap all the time but what if i told you you didn't have to feel like that what if i told you you could decide that you're in charge of your energy which you are okay so i'm saving you trouble in the future when you work with a mentor or when you decide you're going to do something with this i'm saving you a lot of trouble with that all right another example of you might be a medium is if you can recall your dreams so that could be also psychic as well like i had a dream last night that my jeep windshield cracked and like got hit by a rock and i'm hoping that doesn't happen but being hyper psychic that's what i'm calling myself i'm a hyper psychic um <laughs> seeing a vision like that that's probably gonna happen so I said, I said to Spirit this morning, I'm like, can I avoid that? Like, can I change that course? And they're like, yes, you can by going a different way. And I'm like, okay. But I mean, it sounds silly, but even like choosing to go a different route and even choosing that you're not going to have your windshield cracking is quite empowering as well. Sometimes we don't have control over this and it could be a forewarning, but we'll see. But having dreams that you remember, vivid dreams you know seeing a loved one in spirit or talking to a loved one in spirit or even like being in the home of your grandparents who have passed over that, that's just, you're a medium sorry but you can try to avoid it all you want to and that's fine like i said you can choose what you want to do with this gift but if you keep being pulled and pulled and pulled and the dreams are getting stronger you're gonna get frustrated pretty soon you know if you keep ignoring this you're gonna get pretty frustrated and like is it empowering to shut your gift off is it is it really empowering to be like i'm gonna shut this off i'll show you spirit haha ha. i don't want to talk to my grandma anymore i don't want to help anyone and maybe if you have some maybe it is overwhelming you can take breaks or maybe you do need to shut it off i don't know depending on your own personal journey but again i've gone through all of it i've done it all i have shut off my gifts i have told spirit to f off i have wanted to quit quit a couple times it's not an easy it's not an easy journey but you know if it was easy it wouldn't be rewarding 
right? So just feel about it. So another another sign here, let's see. Ooh, goosebumps, goosebumps. Spirit just showed me that TV show Goosebumps. If you're a 90s kid, you know what I'm talking about. Like having goosebumps. Being really drawn to watching that TV show when you're a kid probably means you're a medium or you're drawn to the spirit world. Some kind of, you know, I mean, I guess it's not, it's not all creepy. That's the paranormal stuff. And to me, anyways, paranormal is not creepy at all. Like people are like, you're nuts. I'm like, nope, nope. It's like exhilarating to be a paranormal investigator. But having your arm hair stand up, you're a medium. Guess why? Because that's usually one of your loved ones spirit around you. For me, when I'm doing a reading and my arm hair stands up in the middle of a mediumship reading, that means that's in my dictionary in my symbols, in my work as a medium and how I speak and communicate to spirit, arm hair raising means I've done a good job. So spirit is happy with what I have said because I have not changed the words around. So if I hear a song or I see something, I just say word for word verbatim what I see and then I feel into with a clear sentient feeling, what does it feel like? And I'm right and spirit raises my arm hair. It's almost like, yay, good job. You said what I wanted to say, but that's my interpretation. That's my relationship with spirit is my arm hair stands up that means hell yes you did a great job so for you it might be something different but i'm telling you if your arm hair stands up that means spirit is near also your ear it's my right ear so spirit chats to me and communicates with me with my right ear because i'm clairaudient medium in my right ear so you'll hear a high pitched frequency sometimes guess what you're a medium <laughs> everyone's like no Jen I'm not a medium or I'm hoping you're saying yay Jen I am a medium um because sometimes you might not even realize you're a medium and you you are I'm telling you again you're whoever's listening you're probably more psychic and I'll do another episode on psychic abilities but I'm telling you if you're listening to this you're probably a medium okay and another sign you might be a medium I lost track of the numbers but that's all good you might be a medium if you feel called to take a mediumship class. Well, that's a no-brainer, right? So if you feel called, you see somebody like Arthur Finley's posting a class or I'm posting your class or there's another medium that you follow that's posting a class, you're like, oh my God, I really feel like I need to do that, but I'm scared. Do it anyway. I had no idea what I was getting into when I signed up for the mediumship class. I used to not, I wouldn't even tell people, like I used to be so deep in the spiritual closet. Like I once told my friends in like my um, ECE friends, I would say to them, they're like, where are you going? I'm like, I can't tell you. I'm like, what do you mean? You, what, do you, what do you mean you can't tell? So I'm like, it's classified. If I tell you, I have to kill you. Like make a joke about it because I wouldn't want them to know what I was doing. Obviously I've gotten over that. But back then I was like too embarrassed and too afraid to tell people that was training to talk to dead people because I don't think they got it. I mean, you know what? To be fair, I don't know if they would have got it or not. Maybe they would have been like, that is the coolest ass thing we've, and now you're real cool, Jen, because now we know you talk to dead people. Like maybe they would have thought that was really cool, but I didn't tell them because I was too worried about what they think. So another development of being a medium is to quit caring what people think or as much as you used to. Okay. You have to have the desire to help people or connect to spirit or your loved ones to spirit has to be stronger than what you give a shit of what people think about you. It, it just has to, right? It won't work. Okay. So if you're drawn to take a class, bam, there's a medium inside of you somewhere. Um, another one, I think this will, will end with the, with this final one, is that signs, signs everywhere, signs. Like seeing signs from spirit means you're a medium. Cardinals, blue jays, dimes, feather. In my book, Unearth Your Intuition, I did not say 
if you see cardinals and blue jays and dimes and feathers and dime challenge and whatever challenge, you might be a medium because I didn't really put that together until now. So if you're receiving these signs, you're a medium because being a medium is connected to the spirit world. And if your loved ones in spirit are sending you signs like those kind of signs I just mentioned, plus other ones where they're banging doors or they're turning the TV on or they're playing with the radio, they're sending you a song, guess what? You're a medium because a medium is defined as someone who can communicate with the spirit world. And if you're getting even one-sided communication from the spirit world, you're a medium. I know you're all like, oh my God, I'm turning this podcast off because Jen is freaking me out. Again, you do not have to choose to talk to dead people and do it as a service. Okay? That's not what a medium is. A medium, do, do, there's no rule that says if I take a class with Jen, then I have to do readings for other people. That's not it. If you can connect with spirit, your own spirit with your own soul, and you meditate every day, and you're receiving signs, and you're having dreams, and your arm hair is standing up, and you're seeing shadow man, guess what? I'm not even going to say it because you know, because I said it a hundred times in this podcast. Okay. And if you hear songs on the radio, if a song is playing in your head over and over and over, or you hear you're scanning the radio and you're getting songs that mean something to you, that you feel they mean something to you, you know what? Okay. Your loved ones in spirit are sending you songs. Okay. So one more thing. I just got a song for someone who's listening to this. Lean on me. When you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. You know that song? I'll help you carry on. I wish I was a singer, man. I don't know why spirit made me the singing medium when I don't have that great of a voice. But that song was for someone who's listening to this podcast. So if you hear this song and your arm hair stands up and you know exactly what I'm talking about, I want you to message me on Instagram. Send me a DM. Elevate.hersoul. DM me. Tell me, Jen, that song was for me. See, you might be a medium if you listen to this podcast. There's the last reason. If you listen to this podcast, you're probably a medium. All right. I'm going to leave you guys with that. So, Ready Freddy is going to launch on next Friday. Well, today when you're listening to this. Okay. One more thing. Spirit told me to tell you go buy a journal. Go buy a journal. You need a journal. Okay. All right. I'll see you next time on the Singing Medium Podcast. Goodbye, mediums.